0: Welcome to Two Guys Talking Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast all about youth ministry culture, leadership, and strategy, led by two local youth pastors, along with other youth leaders from around the country. Now, here's your hosts, Matt Willingham and John Killebos. Hey, what is up, everybody? We are
1: back. Oh, we are here, and we are excited. It's the first one Uh, of of 2018. Yeah. for the NBA fans, the 2K18. 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 That's right. First episode. The holiday season is over. John, did Thank you have a good Christmas? Yeah, I did. And Happy New Year to you, my friend. Happy
0: New Year to you. What time did you fall asleep on New Year's Eve? On New Year's Eve? Yeah. Did you make it? Oh,
1: oh pfft, did I make it? Did you make Bro, it? Bro, I fell asleep at 12.35. That's good. I made it past midnight. Had a little toast with sparkling grape juice because that's what my son wanted to do. And... uh Dude, it was yeah. We had a blast. Had my brother-in-law. Uh, they were in town. Had a good Christmas. And did you do anything special for New Year's Eve? No, I fell asleep Johnny? at 11:45 on the couch. You <laughs> did? You really then went
0: upstairs to bed at 12:05.
1: You made it 15 minutes shy of midnight. Yeah. Yeah. such an old man.
0: Well, it's just it was comfortable. You ever hit that sweet spot on the couch where you're just like, man, if I could just yeah. close my eyes for like 5 minutes?
1: Actually, I did that on New Year's Eve and I got up and went and pounded a Coca-Cola classic to <laughs> so wake myself up a little bit. Not just a regular Coca-Cola. No. Coca-Cola classic. classic. Listen, hey, it's exciting. People are like, what are these dudes rambling about? Just New Year's. Welcome to two guys talking youth ministry. It is the first one of 2000. And eighteen, and we are very excited to be here and not only pj is it the first one of 2018 it is officially what is it? we are officially no longer a teenager anymore no we're not because it is episode two 2-0 20 we're out of our teenage years and we are now officially a young adult it's
0: kind of scary it is teenage years the, responsi- are the easy years the
1: responsibility is up a whole uh, yeah. other level now
0: i have to pay for my own cell phone bill now yeah, i'm 20 exactly. years old exactly. car insurance
1: exactly One more year and you're off your parents' insurance. It's a scary year, man, it's a scary scary. year. Hey, so we wanna say thank you to everyone who is listening and uh, you're sharing, man, you're leaving us feedback. You're sharing episodes, you're emailing us questions. Um oh, even over the holiday season, man, it was cool to still stay connected with several of you. Uh, I know some of you like, yo, what happened to y'all? Like there hasn't been a podcast. And we know it was the holiday season. Oh, and we got a lot really, of traveling, yeah, and going back and forth and, and, and other yeah. stuff. <laughs> and other stuff like and we just things. we just didn't do one because it was the holiday season. Took a little break. But now we are back, January two K eighteen. We're on fire about oh, it is about to be on. It is gonna be on. For two guys talking youth ministry now this I year. I propose we're the excited. name change no, for our I'm, podcast. We're not, we're not talking about the name change.
0: This is two guys talking youth ministry <laughs> right?
1: sipping on coffee. Yeah, but we're not we're not gonna do or that. Or we just call it sipping on coffee. No, we're not gonna call it sipping on coffee either. And the then reason, during the
0: summer we change it again.
1: No, the reason we are talking lemonade. about sipping on coffee is because right now in northwest Indiana it is a whopping four degrees <sighs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all heard the bone chilling. Uh, Cy right there from PJ, it is 4 and that has been a high for us over the last few weeks it has been negative negative temperatures so hey, but we're excited today we are here Uh, again, PJ, we gotta start it off right if they don't know how to get in contact with us yet, how do they get in contact with us? Yeah,
0: they just email us at John at essentialcoaching.us, boom, or Matt at essentialcoaching.us. That's
1: how you do it. That's how you get. We in do touch have a little
0: contest going on though. Whoever gets Wait. the most emails. <laughs> when did we start that contest? Whoever has the most emails, the other one has to buy them lunch for like an entire week.
1: I did not realize that was a contest. Yep. So John
0: at essentialcoaching.us, or the email. Matt <laughs> at
1: essentialcoaching.us, is the email. Isn't you yours send your com, to. though? No, it's Isn't not. <laughs> do not do that. Org. <laughs> do not do that. So, listen, so, uh, submit your questions, uh, submit some, you know, even some feedback, man. I, we like talking to people in youth ministry, whether you're a youth pastor, whether you're the head guy, whether you're a volunteer. Uh, I know some youth pastors, they are using this in their youth leadership team. And listen, we just want to come as, alongside of you and, and offer any support we can to your local ministry and, and value your voice as well. So, man, we'd love to hear from you, too, of what's, some, what's working, what's going on. And today we have a topic. We've actually got quite a few um, quite a few questions about this. Today, the name of the podcast, I thought about calling it the golden calf of youth ministry. Yeah. But, but that could, could go in like so way. many different directions. Yeah. So today we are going to talk about, I think, the one thing that's, I guess, like that is sacred, that is almost a golden calf in youth ministry. I know a lot of times people are like, man, if I can just get this going in my student ministry, I feel like that would take us to another level, and I feel like, man, that would really help us out. And so today, the name of the topic is Internship 101. Mm -hmm. That's a good topic. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to give it it. to you. (laughs) Internship 101. We're going to talk today about internship, having an intern, because again, PJ, that's something, even ourselves in youth ministry... Uh, We have found ourselves getting caught in the trap of, man, if we just, you know, we look at other ministries that has interns for a summer or they have interns, you know, during the school year. We're like, man, if we could get some interns here and and it'd be cool if if people would come here and be our intern and we can help them out. And uh, we thought that was always like the mountain that you can get on and like celebrate. But we quickly learned If you don't have a plan or if you don't know what you're doing yourself, having an intern is not the answer. It's a giant dumpster fire. (laughs) Yeah, it It really is. (laughs) It can turn into a giant dumpster fire for sure. And uh, we currently have an intern now. Uh, We've got another one coming during the summertime that has reached out to us. A couple others that will be here over the summer. And so internship is a good thing. It's fun. But you've got to know, I guess, like a little bit what you're doing and have a little bit of a plan. Yeah. And so maybe, maybe let's talk about this first, PJ, before we just hop right into it. Maybe what's some things in the past that has not allowed internship to go so well for us, you think? Yeah.
0: I would definitely say that something that we've always we've always I always is maybe a little bit strong, but some a trap that we've fallen into is when we've had interns here or we've had people intern, it turns into more task oriented stuff that we have had them do. You know, That's like good, yeah. there's a bunch of stuff that needs to get done. And it's good stuff. Stuff that we probably have to do. But for some reason they end up doing all the all the labor stuff. Yeah. So to speak. Like the organizing behind the
1: stage. And yeah. the, you know what I'm saying? Like it's So like, like what you're saying is like an intern in the past to us was just nothing more than like a grunt work. person. It would be like a <laughs> grunt work person.
0: Like, and it's just one of those things.
1: That mistake. Yeah, yes.
0: it has. Ha- and it's an easy. It's an easy trap, I guess, to fall into, um, in the sense because, like I said, a lot of this stuff is stuff that you would be doing yourself, right? But it's, and it, it's what it turns into is is it's stuff you don't want to do. You have them do, and there's a reason you don't want to do it. Is because it sucks. Right. Quite honestly. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so th- I, th- I think that that would definitely be something that that has happened.
1: Um, if, if if we can be honest. So. So what you're saying is that is that a good intern is not someone that you're just bringing in to like do grunt work. A-
0: exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what what I would say as far as that goes. You know, you know, it's just like we neglect the fact that it's not they're not just wanting to use that term intern or it's not just about the term it's it's they're there for a reason
1: okay and it's
0: not just to fill up a community uh like you know like community service hours or an internship paper for a college like you know this is like a legitimate they're here for a reason and if we're not careful we are not we are not fulfilling the reason that they're there we fall into that trap because again ministry is fast paced and stuff needs to get done Mm -hmm. and if you're if you're task oriented and you see stuff getting done I think that we forget about why are they here. That's you cool. know? So,
1: Let, well, let's jump into it, PJ, and then and I'll take a pause and I'll say this. I know there's some people's you know listening out there. Again, we have with different people that listen from all uh, sizes of ministry, youth ministry, church size, and there there are those that are out there that are like, well, man, I've got several hundred students, and I would love to have an intern, like you said, and they find, fall in the trap though if they're not careful. I would love to have an intern to kind of get rid of some of the work that I'm doing. Then there are those two that are sitting there and say, well, man, I've only got five people, you know, in my youth ministry. Why in the world would an intern even wanna come be here? You know, there's not really much to do or what, what could I teach them? I think, you know, the first thing, and you just hit on it, PJ, and I'm gonna let you talk about it a little bit more. The first thing I think when it comes, I guess, to, in- to internship 101 is to understand that, that they're coming there for a season in their life To learn some applicable, uh, is that the word? Applicable. Applicable. Applicable or applicable. I don't know. Applicable. Is it applicable? We'll go with applicable. Yeah. They're coming to learn some things they can apply. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) To their ministry context. Right. So they need to know what it's like. Yeah. To work with a youth ministry from ground up. Like there is something to learn in a youth ministry that has five kids, ten kids because that looks totally different than a youth ministry that has 200. There is things to learn of a youth ministry that has 80. So what, no matter where you're at in the ministry context, I guess I just want to, before we even dive into it, I want to just kind of tear down that barrier that interns are needed. Yeah. You know, and and I think interns have a desire, and I won't even get on my soapbox about, uh, that I could get on about pouring into the next generation and pouring into you know people who want to do ministry after you and 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 like leaving the legacy I won't get on that soapbox today but but let's talk about that PJ I yeah. guess you know internship 101 what's what's maybe the first thing you think comes to your mind what would be the first thing that you need to focus on when it comes to you know developing that proper internship yeah. whether it's one person a year right. whether it's 10 people a year whether it's one person for a summer, like what what's the main thing you think that pops into your mind first I,
0: I think you've got to sit back and before you you try to figure out the heart of the person that's going to be entering, you need to figure out what's the heart but be, behind your motive of having an intern that's good um like are you just wanting a bunch of doers coming in? Mm-hmm. to get stuff done yeah. or are you wanting to mentor somebody right is it somebody like and I know you said like raising it I think you got to figure out what is the heart and what is the purpose and in a sense what is your capacity if if somebody coming in to intern under your ministry is is that something that you truly feel like they're going to get something out of being alongside you doing ministry with you because if you just want doers there's several people in every church that'll come in and do yeah you're in student ministry have students come in after church? They'll help you do. Yeah. They they want to spend time with you. Yeah. They can do stuff, right? Right. We've got stuff that we have. We have students come in after school at three o'clock, and they'll help us do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, intern isn't just a doer. Okay. But you got to find out what's your what is your heart and what's the heart behind this internship. Yeah. So so
1: even so, what you're saying, PJ, is even more than the person themselves. Internship right. is do some self evaluation. Why? Do I want an intern? Why do I need an intern? And I love what you said, PJ, because I think a lot of people fall in this trap, and I know we've talked about it before Um, ourselves. We talked about it before in our podcast. We talk a lot about this at our staff at our at our team here at Heartland. Is is yeah, like don't just raise up more doers, but but raise up like your first yourself. You need to be a developer and raise up other developers, right? Because again, if we just teach people how to be doers, yeah. Yeah, they can come in and be good doers for us, but what is their ministry going to look like? Yeah. You know, for four years down the road after they've interned, after they graduated college, now all we've taught them is you go somewhere and you be the best doer possible. And right. again, we're limiting their legacy. Right. Exactly. You know? And yeah. and and what are what are some what are some other traps you think you see when you fall into that? Just, I'm just bringing somebody in to be a doer here.
0: Well, the thing the thing that I think you can get trapped in is you're really going to frustrate somebody that I think has the potential to learn a lot from you, like in multiple aspects of ministry. If you have somebody that that God has put on their heart to be a minister and they want to enter and they want to find out the ins and outs of everything, and it might be doing, but there's other aspects of it, they're just going to get frustrated. They're going to feel like all ministry is is grunt work. All ministry is is stuff. Yeah. And and they're going to get frustrated with the ministry, and you're going to get frustrated with them. Yeah. And I think that that's that's a legitimate trap that you can fall into if it's if it's all task oriented and it's not the ins and outs of everything that we feel passionate about. If we're not showing them the passion that we have, Mm -hmm. then then they're going to get frustrated. I think that that's a a really big trap that you can fall
1: into because I think I think what you said there was so good. PJ about the doing and the stuff, which is which is something that happens in ministry. Yeah. Right, the stuff, the things yeah. you've got to do. But again, if you make it all about what you said, if you make it all about, hey, you got to set up chairs, right? Like if right. I had to set up, if like yeah. if my ministry just consumed of setting yeah. up chairs and sending out an email, make and, my PowerPoint, yeah, make sure, exactly. make sure everything
0: works on the computers. But again, that's stuff that everybody
1: needs right. to know, right? But it's not just that. It's stuff. It's not just that stuff. Go to Walmart, pick yep. up this, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that can that can.
0: We have. Co- I know that we have Colin listening <laughs> yeah, to this right exactly. now, and he's like, "Well, hey, wait a second. Yesterday I went to Walmart. Yesterday I made sure their PowerPoint was working. I set up <laughs> yes. chairs.
1: Yes, but but, but again, other that's aspects of it.
0: That's that is don't like we. I don't want it to be misconstrued. Like there's stuff that needs to be done. Right. We don't have a staff underneath us here. Yeah. That does all of that. Mm-hmm. We we do that. Yeah. And ninety nine percent of of youth pastors and pastors out there in general, we make our own PowerPoint. Right. We run our own errands. Yeah. We we send out our own meals. We schedule our own volunteers. Right. So that's an aspect that that we need to pass on yeah. to people. But that can't be it. Yeah, is the heart of your ministry to have somebody make your job easier, or is the heart of your ministry to prepare somebody to be an effective pastor?
1: That's really good. That's
0: got to be the you yeah. got to figure out what is the heart of this internship yeah. that
1: you want. I like that. I like that. I can't even say I, I can't even say nothing to that because. I can't no. even add none. I got yeah. it. Dude, you just, I'm just going to drop the mic and leave the room. That was that was really good. I like that. Like you said, not just the, to make your job easier, but to prepare them. Mm-hmm. The preparation part, I think that's so good, and that's so true. And I think that's some, again, looking at what we've done in the past, sometimes that's where we've missed it, Of made it more about the stuff and not the preparation for their future. Yeah. You know, and like you said, frustration on our part, frustration on their part. Yeah. No, that's good, man. Yeah. Anything else to add on that?
0: On that one, I think I think that that's really it because I think it leads into the second question that that you've really got to ask when okay. dealing with it. All right, what's is that? Like you figure out the heart of what this internship is going to be, and then you got to find out well, what's the process look
1: look like? Okay, what do you right? mean by that?
0: Like what what does it look like to to find people that have a call to ministry uh-huh. and want to be interns. Cause remember, this is different than a small group leader. Right. Right. This is different than, than a volunteer, than a volunteer. In, yeah. This is different than somebody that's gifted in running a camera or yeah. typing up a PowerPoint or, or preparing your note. Like this yeah. is different. This is how do you, how do you find people? And then once you find them, how do you, how do you get them involved? How do you get the beginning foundation set up? And then how do they grow as you're going through it? Yeah how do you get past the stuff into the heart you know yeah so you got to have a process right and so like what's what's some of that process looked for what's some of that process I guess like even at the beginning stage like what is the what does the searching look like
1: yeah and, and you know what and that's and that's really the I think the hardest one right. you know PJ I mean of course you might get to a point where people know about you or they know your name and so then of course you get to the place where everyone would like to be where people are legit Searching, searching right. you out, but those are very, very, very yeah. few and far between, if ever. Right. I mean, we've been here now for uh, thirteen. We're starting our third. I'm starting my thirteenth year. You're starting your twelfth year. Or am Something. I starting my fourteenth year? I think it's fourteen and or you start, thirteen. Have, have we been here that long, bro? It might be time for us to hang it up.
0: Well, I'll be honest. This whole year, I thought I was thirty three. Kelsey told me last night I was thirty two. <laughs> so you so have I'm no a, clue. I'm, I'm a year off. So, so however long we've yeah. been,
1: we've been here for a while. Thirteen yeah. and 12, 14 and thirteen, whatever yeah. it is. And just this past week, we had our first email ever yeah of a student who has heard about us and said, "Hey, I'm moving back to the area. Yeah. I heard about your youth ministry. I would love to be an intern over the summer right first first one in thirteen years yeah. of youth ministry that's ever happened. So when I say right. it's few and far between like it's like every thirteen to fourteen every thirteen years, to fourteen years, you get one right no. so for so for me, when it comes to like that process of like uh you know looking for those people, I think culturally. It's starting to be a little bit easier because of the dynamics, and we don't have time to go into all of that of people going off for college or people staying yeah. home locally for colleges mm-hmm. and the local colleges and, and the local community colleges and tech colleges is making it easier for people not to not have to go away and, and not have to spend all the money. So there is a lot a lot, uh, or I guess like a, a better chance of students staying locally. So for, for me personally, looking for that internship process is, number one, just evaluating even sometimes some of the students in our youth ministry that are coming up that, that feel like they have a call of God in yeah. their life. Yeah. And it's how do we start mobilizing them as teenagers and maybe wetting their appetite a little right. bit, experiencing some ministry aspect a little bit. They're more than just a teenager that comes in and, and helps out, but they're on a leadership team. And even... More than just on your leadership team, they, they, you know, they kind of become a mini you and right. and they're really getting a lot of you and you're pouring a lot of your DNA to them. Yeah. For me, that process is, you know, if, if they respond well in that aspect, okay, now let's start having some conversations of what would it look like if you stayed here and became an intern yeah. and, you know, do you have any aspirations to be in full-time yeah. ministry? Do you want to, you know, again, you mentioned, you know, the young, young kid we got right here now. You know that's kind of like what we did with him, and, and we've done it with others in the past. That, you know, they ha- they felt like they had a call of God in their life, and they felt right. like youth ministry was something they wanted to do. So we started having discussions. We started, you know, giving a little bit more responsibility, a little bit more weight on their shoulders. Right. You know, seeing how they dealt, even sometimes with those coaching moments already. You know, as as a young, you know, as a teenager, you know that you yeah. had to have those conversations. And again, as simple as it sounds for me, the process begins of just opening my eyes. And looking around and saying, man, who's some who's some young guys, young gals around us that yeah. has that potential in them already, has that right. desire in them already? Yep. What can we do? And, and even when it comes to in- internship, can my voice be valuable to them right. in that season? We've had other people, too, that they were great. But we, we, after we evaluated them, we knew they needed to leave here for a while. Right. like They needed to get away from us. Found,
0: we found other programs, yeah. other, right. other, other places other they people, could go. And other intern. people that we trust, that their mentorship yeah. is going to be a Absolutely. Value in their life. Because it wasn't
1: necessarily that we were doing anything wrong or they were right. doing anything wrong, but we knew that our voice was going to be just mute because yeah. it was so familiar to them. Yeah. So I think that's the two things is, yeah. like, are they right here in my backyard? That's the best place yeah. to look. And number two, is my voice going to still be valuable to them, you know, in their life and in that part of the journey? And again, I don't think there's, if you answer that second question, no, I don't think that makes you a bad person or a bad leader. I don't think it makes a student a bad person or a bad leader, but as simple as it is, and we all know it, sometimes just a change of environment is what people need. It really Um, is. And so I guess I know I rambled for a little bit, but that's kind of like where the process for me personally starts is looking at and saying, okay, who's here right here in my backyard that we can develop, you know. So, I, uh,
0: you triggered something when, when you were talking about that. I read an article. It was just actually it was just yesterday. I saw it. I saw it, uh, it was I want to say it was USA Today. I'll tell you what. If you want the article, I'll find it. Email us John at Essential I'll pass it to you. But it was just a, it was just a random article, and it said uh, the number one cause of why millennials are the leading generation when it comes to suffering from depression. The number one cause. You know what it is? What is it? Not growing fast enough or to the to what they believe their potential is. Really? Not reaching wow. their potential. Wow. They're not growing. They feel like they set the bar, that this generation has set the bar higher for themselves in their own minds and with where they believe they should go further and higher up than any other generation before. They're setting the bar so high, and the leading cause of depression in millennials is the fact that they have not reached where they believe their potential is in the speed and at the point that they feel that they should. And they are getting to a level of actual depression, like wow. clinical depression, diagnosed depression. And so, when when you were talking about that, and you start to think about what that process should look yeah. look like, is we should find out where do you where do you see yourself going? Yeah. What type of growth are you looking for, and how can I help you get there? That's good. Um, because you say it all the time. If you're not growing, you're what? You're dying. You're dying. Yeah. And and we have a generation right now that. Everything outside of the church world and everything inside the church world is saying that we have a generation that wants to grow unlike any other generation that's walked the face of this earth. And what we need to do is we need to figure out how can we get them growing in the direction that they need to, yeah. that we know that yeah. they need to. And, and and if we have interns, how can we make that process? Yeah. Sp- I don't know if it's speed up their growth, Yeah. but how can we make sure it gets their growth on track? Yeah. And to where that they feel like they're growing because if they don't feel like they're growing they're going to grow somewhere else they're, right. gonna, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do it yeah and so. I th-
1: I th- what you just said was really good pj and, and i think it's not necessarily how to speed it up but i think sometimes again ourselves we we've we've fallen prey to this sometimes we get so scared yeah i guess that's a lack of a better word to use in the ministry world well you know, they're teenagers or, well, they're just volunteers right. or they're just an intern. I don't want to get the bar too high. But, I mean, what you just said there, man, it just confirms, you know, what we feel and what we sense. To never be afraid to raise that bar right. on them. Of like, Hey, here's, the bar, yep. of like here's yep. the bar of what it looks like to be a volunteer. Here's the bar of what it looks like to be a leader. Here's the bar, particularly what we're talking about today, of what it looks like to be an intern. Here's right. the bar of character. Right. Here's the bar of 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 uh, integrity. Here's the bar of hard work. Right. You know, because, again, a generation around us is starving, what you just said, alluded to that article, for us, for people around them, that they're raising the bar higher than the people around them are, and so how do we get that up? Now, that's so good, man, that process of just looking around, keeping that bar high, and then what you alluded to earlier, too, the process of what does it look like once they're here. Right. And I know we've talked about it earlier, so we won't spend a whole lot of time, but again, not just making it about doing. Yeah. Not just making it about the task, not just making it about coming in and And working. But but what 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 we've been talking about again, that process of what are we going to do to raise them up to be the leader? You know that they need to be when they're going to go out and be the leader themselves. What are we going to do to show them that it's not about doing, but about developing? What are we going to do? You know, what else would you add to that? Well,
0: how how do we make sure that they themselves are are becoming a stronger Christian? Because isn't that what this is all about? This is This is legitimate discipleship. Right. What can we do to make sure that they're growing in their relationship with Christ? And, and again, the process is if you have a devotional life, if you have a prayer life, have them jump on board with your track. Yeah. Like, how do I pray? This is, you know, and then you can also grow. Like, maybe they do something a little different. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, let's do this together. Make them a part of other stuff. Yeah. Um. You said it's not just about doing, but when it comes to responsibility, make their responsibilities grow. Yeah you know make yeah. make their tasks grow give them give them stage presence Yeah. give them time uh-huh. if you know maybe it's offering maybe it's announcements maybe it's a 5 minute window in a sermon maybe yeah. they're helping out lead a small group meeting yeah maybe your leadership meetings maybe you yeah. give them a 10 minute coaching block because when you set it when you raise the bar for them they they feel the confidence that you yeah. have in them and that's going to motivate yeah. them
1: and and it gives you a mark to I know I don't want to say grade them on, but at the yeah. same time it does, you know, like, hey, John, I gave you this ten minute coaching block yeah. in our leadership meeting. Now let's evaluate. How do you yeah. think you did? Um, right. here's some things I would I would just give you some coaching on to yeah. do this better. you know, all of that stuff. And so so it 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 when you raise that bar to it not only challenges them to go to another level, but it's a legit way that you and I can look at it and say, Okay, here's here's some standards now that we can evaluate. You know, what Pastor Phil says all the time. Like how, how you can inspect, you know, what you expect, those kind of things. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I got you. So the, the what else would you say? So we talk about the you know, we talked about like first evaluate your own heart, like knowing what that process. What's the third thing you would say?
0: Listen, I I feel like I feel like the last thing and this is where I think that maybe we struggle with the most, is what's the goal of your internship? Mm, yeah. Like, what's the end game, yeah. so to speak? Like, what do you expect to come out of this? Um, yeah. Because if you're doing it right, if you don't have a position for them when they've reached a point of independence, then you need to send them out somewhere. Yeah. And we don't like that because right. we've invested a lot of time in them, and we'd love for them to really make our ministry. Stay here, go get yeah. a job somewhere,
1: yeah. just be a volunteer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So uh-huh. what's
0: what's the end game? Is, is your end game that they, again— make your ministry bigger or that you have equip them to go start their own ministry. Yeah. What's your goal? What's their goal? What's the goal of your internship? Yeah. Um. And I think that that's, that's something that I think can take, that should take some self-reflection from the very beginning, uh-huh. even as you're doing in the recruiting stages. Why do I want you to become an intern? Yeah. So I yeah. think, I think that that's an important question. to Yeah. Be to look
1: at. I like that, man. What's the goal yeah. again? Like you said, and, and it negates back, it kind of negates your, our original thoughts all the way back to what we said. Well, my goal is to get somebody here and just make my job easier. Help me out again. Great. Yeah. We can all use that, but how much are we cheating ourselves and cheating the person coming up underneath us? If our goal is, man, while they're here for the next six months, nine months, I just want them to help me out at some point. Again, they're coming to us, whether because we've sought them out or they have sought us out, they're coming to us because they see something in us. That they want to see passed on in their life. And if we right. don't take that opportunity to invest in them, prepare them for the ministry on down the road, prepare right. them for, you know, the next internship that they're going to be at, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever, the, to prepare them as they go back to school and finish yep. up their final year of college. Like yep. whatever it may be, like, yeah, we'll, we'll find ourselves really cheating them and yep. ourselves and that season of their life. Right. So that's that's I like that, man. That's some that's some solid stuff to share. Anything else you would share about that, about yeah. internship one one? I just
0: think that I think that you got to set the standard high for interns. Again, these are not just students coming into your youth ministry. Uh-huh. Set the set the standard high, set the bar very high for them in their personal life, the character, the integrity, what they do socially. Yeah, um, we have we have a very, very high standard for for um relationships we yeah. have a very very high standard for for drinking social social yeah. drinking which yeah. is what's our standard none none <laughs> uh, well our stand- standard we yeah. have a standard like, our standards don't know do social it. drinking yeah. like like drinking whatsoever like like say, i don't care if they think that your standards are too strict then they should intern somewhere else yeah like don't lighten don't loosen up your standards just to get people help in your ministry yeah if they want to be an intern Keep them accountable, mm-hmm. even if it's hard. We've had tough conversations, yeah, with students where basically th- there was uh, the choice that they had to make by the time they walked out of the room. We'd love them either way, but yeah. they were either going to be gone or they were going to be here. Yeah, yeah. And they've chosen. We've both. yeah, we've had we've, we've had people that's no longer yeah.
1: been our our intern. We've yeah. had people that's after a that conversation they're like yeah, you're right. You know, I want to be here. Yeah. And so hey, and like you said, we still love them. Yeah, you know, of we course. still they're still part of the kingdom they're still honest, part of our family they're,
0: and they're, and some of them they're still part of our i mean they're still part of our church they're yeah. still part of the community but I'll tell you what they're not they're not an internship and they're not they're not using the influence that God gave you in your ministry yeah 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 so I mean that and that's really what it is I don't think you got and sometimes I think we need to ra- we need to really set our own standards we need to raise the bar on ourselves so we can raise the bar mm-hmm. on others as well yeah. so
1: listen I know we've I know today again some of you you're listening out there like man I don't I don't even know if I got anything, like why anybody would even want to come an intern. And again, you know, we use that word intern. We think of somebody coming out of college. I think, too, just to stop and think of an intern is, is just that next generation that you can pour your life into, that right. next young man, that young woman that you can invest your life into, the next person that you can pass the torch on, whatever phraseology you want to use. And if, you also, if everyone stops and looks, you don't, you don't need to wait for people to come search you no. out. And send you an email and say, Man, I heard about your youth ministry. I want to come. All of us have those people around us. They may not even be teenagers. All of us, they might you might have that person sitting in your church right now that right. man, they've they have felt a call of God on their life and but they don't know how to pursue it. They don't know how to chase it. Yep. Or or maybe they're wanting to chase it and pursue it and see like, man, yep. what's is, is this full time ministry thing for me? Is it bi vocational thing for me? Right. You know, and so I would say, man, just be just be, you know, whether you're guy, gal, listening out there, head leader, volunteer, like be open. To, to looking at the people around you and saying, is there somebody around me that I can kind of invest, yeah. you know, more than just a leader or volunteer, but I can really pour my life into yeah. and help get them to the next level. Right. And so, listen, I know I know we've shared a lot uh, today on this internship 101. You might have some other questions you want to ask. You might have some feedback. Maybe there's some stuff you've experienced that could even help us. Listen, we're still trying to figure this thing out, still trying to learn. Colin's probably listening right now thinking, please send them some emails so they can help me be a better intern. That's it. So (laughs) I know that's what he's saying right now. But if you do want to contact us, PJ, tell him again.
0: John at EssentialCoaching.us. Or
1: Matt at EssentialCoaching.us. Make sure you use Matt Matt at EssentialCoaching.us because apparently I'm in a competition and I don't want to have to buy him lunch for a week. Uh, because he likes to eat a lot for lunch. So, I'm expensive. No, I'm man. an expensive date. You, you are an expensive date. But, hey, episode two zero, the first one of 2K18 is in the books. It is. We did it, dude. We started the year off right. I'm excited. 20, 2018 is going to be a good year. The best. The best year ever. So, hey, thanks for listening today. All right. See you guys.